Puyo Puyo Tetris was a once-in-a-lifetime type game. The two kings of the puzzle genre fusing together to bring us a crossover like no other. The original quickly rose the ranks to become my favourite puzzle game of all time and cemented my love for Tetris, but especially Puyo Puyo. The lightning in a bottle type nature of a game such as Puyo Puyo Tetris means that under normal circumstances, you can only capture that magic once. Which made it all the more surprising when teaser trailers for Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 started appearing one fateful summer afternoon. Although excited, I found myself asking the same question as the rest of the internet at large was. Does this really warrant a sequel? Not only that, but with Tetris Effect Connected having released less than a month prior on the Xbox Series X, the first Puyo Tetris being backwards compatible on both the PS5 and Series X, and two Puyo Tetris games being available for last-gen systems, can this game really stand on its own two feet in a market flooded with self-competition? I'm Green Viperite, and on behalf of Radio Sega, this is my review of Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. Let's start off with what I think the immediate draw of the game will be, the story. Adventure mode went down a treat in the first game, mostly due to the extremely clippable nature of the dialogue. Seeing worlds collide for the first time as well as the reuniting of various Puyo timelines in real time is a treat to behold, and its story mode holds its weight in gold. It should come as no surprise that a lot of folks are treating Puyo Tetris 2 as story DLC, and they're not entirely wrong to do so. I'm going to avoid talking about it at all to save it for your playthrough, but it's still just as great. You'll be laughing out loud for most of it until you hit that roadblock because you're not quite the Puyo champion you once cracked yourself up to be. The game's adaptive difficulty does make this game mode far more manageable for the average player than the first game's adventure mode though, so if you do get stuck, you should be able to claw your way back out of the situation in no time. I would recommend having a bit of knowledge about the first game's story going into this one though. It's not a requirement, but considering this is a sequel, it does sweeten certain plot points to have knowledge of what happened last time round. Speaking of last time around, let's talk about the other single player and multiplayer modes. I started off this segment like that because, well... There's not that much variation here. Most modes operate the exact same for my money. Some game types have slightly different rule sets by default, but these can easily be tweaked. If it sucked in the first game, it's still bad here, looking at you, Fusion. If it was good there, though, all the good bits were left intact here. Skill battles are the only new game mode featured, and while they can get epic in multiplayer, outside of the story mode, the CPUs are pretty pathetic to the point where you don't even need to rely on your teammates' help, unless you really fumble. Skill mode is overall a great addition though if you ignore the feeble AI in normal play. Moving on to the presentation, it's to die for. In comparison to the first game, PPT2 has had the glow up of the century. The menus scrub up much nicer, the redone character portraits are still as mouthwatering as the PO art style gets, and the battle animations catch your eye and complement just how bombastic and flashy the gameplay can get. The static cardboard cutout cutscenes could still do with a few more actions and emotion variations to switch between to provide some stimulating visuals to accompany the hilarious dialogue. You will notice some reused assets which will either not concern you or mildly annoy you depending on how religiously you played the first game. I can recall one point during swap mode where the Tetris background was from the first game, the Tetris skin was from the first game, my character was reusing battle dialogue from the first game, and had it not been for the new music, I might not have realised I was playing a new entry in the series. Let's talk about that next gen support. I'm personally in love with both new bits of kit that hit the market thanks to Sony and Microsoft this holiday season, but I won't deny that for myself the library has been slim pickings. Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 comes out just in time for the holiday season and Christmas, and it seems like the perfect family-friendly multiplayer title, something which has been sorely missing from the two platforms. What's the main selling point of next gen though? outside of it being a shiny new showpiece to sit under your telly, the graphics. What core aspect of the graphics have both systems pushed more than previous consoles? Their 4K support. With this potentially providing a clear advantage over Puyo Tetris 1, why does Puyo Tetris 2 not have 4K support? I gained access to a 4K screen for the first time while reviewing this title, and it's clear as day to me capped at 1080p, maybe even 720p in certain areas. 
I compared it to known 4K titles such as Astro Bot on PS5 or Yakuza Like a Dragon on Xbox Series X, and the jagged yet blurry edges on almost every on-screen element tell me what I need to know. This game is not 4K. It's such a missed opportunity to provide an upgrade path to owners of the first game while flaunting and utilising this game's drop-dead gorgeous art style, but instead I'm left scratching my head as to why the next-gen versions of these games, performance-wise, offer no meaningful advantage over the last-gen releases. So, what about that online then? Being that my time spent with the game was during the pre-release period, I didn't get to indulge in it as much as I would have liked. Towards the end of pre-release, however, Royal Mail did its wonders and friends started to get the game early, which meant I did have a chance to check out the online capabilities. The online mode adds some very needed balancing options on top of the ability to customise rule sets to your liking. Are you a Tetris player at a clear disadvantage? Nerf the Puyo player's chain strength! Bored of having to continually press retry? The win count of a versus and swap is no longer maxed out free, so you can now cap it at the number you please. This last one is especially handy having hosted tons of lobbies before. Now you can swap until you drop. Little tweaks like this surprisingly add lots of replay value to the game, as in larger groups it can completely change the dynamics of the game. Rank search works far better too, as you can now search for Puyo, Tetris, both, or skill battles, with better match ranking in place as borrowed from Puyo champions. Better search options even expand out into the free play mode too, with search queries making it easier than ever to find the casual lobby matching your preferred player count and game mode. If online was the mode for you in the first game, Puyo Tetris 2 runs circles around it. It's time to tuck into the game's music. It's a Tetris and Puyo crossover, so I'm sure you're expecting those two tunes to be in here, and you wouldn't be wrong in the slightest. Despite some of the obvious picks though, this soundtrack really goes places. It explores genres and tones not really heard in Puyo soundtracks before in its original songs, but also in its remixes. There's not as many whimsical and happy-go-lucky tunes in here as you'd expect, but a lot of experiments in cold, almost mechanical songs, as well as some retro-inspired pieces. But there are still some songs that tickle the usual boxes you'd come to expect by now. It's really got to be heard to be comprehended, but the soundtrack tends to favour slower, quieter songs with the tempo and mood cranked right up when needed. You've got some reused songs in here too, but with the returning tracks only adding to the variety in genres on display, I really don't have a right to complain. Rock on, Sonoy! Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 is a unique case scenario that I can recommend under some conditions. If you're jumping into this crossover or EVA franchise for the first time, PPT 2 is a must. If you're a diehard fan of EVA franchise or you were a member of the PPT 1 faithful, with the tweaks made I'd recommend upgrading straight away. If you enjoyed the story mode from the first game, the expansions made here more than justify the budget price this game commands, even on the next gen systems. That brings us to everyone else then. Not played EVA? Only had a passing interest in the first game? Not a fan of one of the franchises? In these instances, you might not get as much mileage out of Puyo Tetris 2 as the average player, but I still think it's a game worth your time with the quality of life changes it has over the first game and many other games in both franchises. To tie it up into a nice, neat package, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 is a great game and in the eyes of the majority will be a worthy upgrade. While others may struggle to see the benefits to buying the title, others will point to the improved visual design, heaps of new gameplay options and the original story content. While a lack of 4K support is disappointing in the modern age, it's not a deal breaker but does bring into question the benefits that upgrading to the next gen version brings. If it if it's your first time jumping in or you're a fan of the first game looking to breathe some new life into the experience, look no further. Keep an eye out on the Radio Sega YouTube channel for a rather unique review, and special thanks go to Sega Europe for providing myself and Dr. Skotnik with a few copies of the game.